Edward Little and Wyndham getting ready to tip off here in about 13 minutes at the Cross Insurance Arena in Portland. Matty Boutwell, Kenny Poulin with you here courtside. Get ready to get going. Kenny, let's talk a little bit about this Wyndham squad for folks that haven't seen them play this year. Of course, they might have heard them when they played against uh, Lewiston the other night. But uh, what do they do and how do they match up? Of course, uh, they're coming off of a kind of a Cinderella run in last year's uh, basketball playoffs. Yeah, Wyndham is um, a team that relies heavily on their defense, heavily on their rebounding, heavily on the fundamental stuff. You're not going to get, they're not, I mean, if they get out and running, that is totally unlike anything they want to do. They play a, a very, very tight, very compact 2-3 zone on defense, and against Lewiston, they didn't come out of that at all. So I would be shocked to see them play anything different here tonight. Um, pretty balanced offensively, not a whole lot of offensive firepower. They definitely make their hay, defense, rebound, and doing all the little stuff. Be real interested to see how uh, Edward Little attacks that zone. I mean, they're a pretty good passing team. They did a good job uh, against Portland last week, who was really trying to stall against them and and play a little keep away from them. Um, they didn't have any problems with that whatsoever. Um, Austin Brown, I thought, did a good job last week, and uh, of course, Big Sean, uh, Big Big John Shea down low. A uh, couple of keys for Edward Little. They won last week against Portland, 77-22. It was 33-1 to at the half. Yeah. I mean, when we were doing the game in Wyndham last week, we, we saw that, and we thought it was a typo. We hoped it was a typo because you just don't want to see any team give up literally 33 while scoring one. But that is what happened last week with Portland. Uh, EL strength definitely, as you mentioned, is in their balance. I mean, I, I don't know how many different high scores they've had this year, but I can imagine. I mean, Creaser's capable of doing it. Austin Brown's capable. Cam York's capable. John Shea's capable. I mean, they are they are diverse offensively. They pass the ball very well. They are very balanced, and they're very good. Well, and, and that's kind of the, the kicker on that, too, as, as you mention it, because that was actually one of the reasons I took a photo of the scoreboard, which I wouldn't normally do, but I'm like, no, if I don't, people will say that I was wrong, so I'll just I'll just go ahead and post it. So Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll see how it goes. But, you know, last year a lot of people didn't give Wyndham uh, – didn't give Wyndham a shot against Portland, and they stunned everybody and moved on to the regional final last year. I mean, so they're, they're one of those classic basketball teams where if you let them hang around, they're not going to just give it away, right? They're, they're not just going to throw the ball away and do a bunch of goofy things. They're going to try to play slower and pace, pace the game the way they want it. And if they hang around, I really think it could be closer than what some of the experts probably think. And I don't think there's many people out there that are going to predict a Wyndham victory, but it would not be out of the realm of possibility for something like that to happen. Any team that plays a 2-3 zone reminds me of those Syracuse teams. That would either, they'd lose in the first game of the NCAA tourney, or they'd go, like, to the Final Four. Like, there was no in-between. They were always, like, that's, that's just how it went with Syracuse at the time. It was either they're in or they're out quick. So, yeah. Yeah, getting high school kids to kind of attack that 2-3 zone the way the Coach Adams might want them to, is it's difficult because you get you get an open look and you want to take it so quick, but then that's what the 2-3 zone wants you to do. They want you to take those quick ones. They want you to, to launch a bunch of threes. And the, the big key for Wyndham clearly is being able to rebound out of the 2-3 zone. A couple times against Lewiston, they got lost in the rebounding action. And if they can rebound and force EL into some tough shots, they get a real good chance of hanging around for a little while tonight. We will take a break as, once again, Media Row has given us no power supply cords because, you know, what would any of us need that for? We'll take a break. We'll be back. E.L. Wyndham, 105.5, 96.9 at org. Second free throw is good. 3-2 now, Wyndham with the lead. 
Yeah, the other thing about Wyndham is they do not have a traditional point guard, so you will see four, five, six different guys bring the ball up the floor for them tonight. I'm working it around. Sidre with it. It's being guarded by Gibson. Gibson, kind of the Marcus Smart of this Edward Little team. Into the corner for Sidre. Naylor has the basketball and lost it. And then it's on the floor into the bench. They're going to say that is Wyndham Ball. You know, no shot really on that possession for Wyndham, but I think that's more of what they want. They want to take some time off. They're not looking to play super up-tempo or super fast, so taking a little bit of time is not a uh, huge disadvantage for them. Sidre with it. After a pass to Brown, he gets it back. Sidre working on Gibson. Over to Bilodeau. Bilodeau over to Brown. Brown shot, left hand, no, rebound. Down to Creaser and back the other way come the Eddies. Down 3-2, 5-10 remaining in the first quarter. Ball goes out of bounds. And that right there, that tip and deflection Wyndham gets from the top of their zone. Those two guys up top, Eric Weiser and Caleb Sidre, are the catalyst for this defense. Shea has it down low, kicks it out. Creaser. In the hands of York, Brown has it now. York gets it back. York gets cut off on the baseline. His pass down low for Gibson is going to go out of bounds. Gets tipped. And yep. the amazingly polite young lady that works over across the way is going to pick up the ball for us. It's not often when you come down to Portland that the people that work in the building are super polite and nice, but, yeah, she is amazing. Well, that, and there's only 180 feet behind each hoop, so the ball right. can travel <laughs> a pretty a good distance here. Long way to go. It's not like Augusta where it can go into the concession stand. I saw a shoe go into the concession stand the that. other day. I saw that, was, that online. It was pretty wild. Never seen that before. Might Could have been not, way worse. Might I not like. ever see it again. Kind of hope I don't, actually. Three-pointer is no good by Creaser. Rebound comes down to Naylor, and back the other way comes Wyndham. They're that, up 3-2, just that, underway here. That is what Wyndham wants. They want to force some longer possessions and some jump shots, and then they want to rebound and see what they can get on offense here. So it's not so much that they're trying to stall it. They're kind of letting the other team do their time of possession for them is what it seems like. Shots missed there by Wyndham, and back the other way comes Edward Little. Pass for Gibson is going to be picked off by Bilodeau. Two on one if they hurry, and they do. Bilodeau to Sidre, and just like that, Wyndham's up 5-2. to two. The rare Wyndham Eagle transition basket right there. I would not get used to that, but when they can get out, they're going to try because getting free points and easy buckets is what you want when you are not the favorite to win the game. They are packed right in on that 2-3 zone. York on the baseline is going to draw the foul. Block will be on Brown. That'll be the third foul on Wyndham. You know, EL isn't getting a plethora of great offensive looks right now, but the ball is moving, and that is what you want against that zone. You want to keep the ball moving a little bit more than you would think is necessary because then you can get those wide open inside-outside passes. Brown to York. R.J. Nichols of the ball game. Nichols a lot of times brings a lot of instant offense. We'll see if that continues. Shea goes up against the double team and gets swatted away. Can't get the bucket. 
For Wyndham, Will Manette checked in, number 24. He's pretty instant offense for them off the bench. He's probably their best shooter. Three-pointer is good, right on cue. Eric Weiser from the corner. And just like that, Wyndham's up 8-2. Edward Little's going to take a full timeout. We'll be back in 30 seconds here on Z1055. We're off. Yep. The zone is fucking hideous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it's working. Oh, my God, it does. That's it, what I, if I was a coach in Maine, all I would play is 2-3 zone because nobody can shoot. If Yale slows down a little bit, they're going to get whatever they want right now. The ball's moving just a, just a hair quick. Welcome back. Wyndham, eight. Edward Little, two. 316 remaining in the first quarter. Apologies to Stone Cold Steve Austin. Edward Little ball out of the timeout. Bring it up to the front court. York gets it over the timeline. They got York, Shea, Nichols. Shot is no good by Shea. Rebound by Dan Milks, who's in the ballgame as well. Yeah, that's again Wyndham. They got a rebound, right? If you're going to play that 2-3 zone, you better rebound off the backside. That shot came off the right side of the floor, rebound on the left side, and no box out, no rebound, an extra possession for the Eddies, plus another foul for Wyndham. Which is going to be their fourth. Three-pointer for AL. No. Shea with a rebound. Yes. Puts it up and in. 8-4 now. Wyndham's lead down to four. 2.50 remaining in the first. No, and Coach Pulkinen can't be happy about the rebounding right now. They can't give up those easy, easy layups like that. Weiser with it. Sidre. Sidre with a pull-up. Stop to think about it, and I think that's what caused the miss. Weiser tries to track it down, gets a floor burn for his efforts, and the ball goes out of bounds. There's a good open shot for Sidre, but I really think Coach Pulkinen would like them to move the ball a little bit more before they get that type of shot. Brown to Milks. Lost it. Good defense there by Sidre. Windham up ahead. Some more transition. Why not? Weiser lays it up and in. Showtime Eagles. Eric Weiser having a great start to this game for Windham. Senior number 20 doing a great, great, great job right now. 10-4 Windham over EL. Shea with it. Swings it over. York. Jumper, no. Rebound into the hands of Shea off the glass and in. I mean, it had broken record time for me already in the first quarter, but they, they need to rebound out of this zone. Giving up offensive rebounds and four easy points here in this quarter is not the prescription for staying in this game and keeping their lead. Sidre with a beautiful pass down low to a wide open nailer who puts it up and in. He was waiting for it. You could see it. He didn't want to scream because he didn't want to get any attention to him, but he was standing there for five, six seconds. Yeah, when guys start clapping for the ball, that's when it's like, oh, hey, look at that. Austin Brown for three. No, EL has not found the range yet. Shea down low. Can't get it to go. Another offensive rebound and another bite at the apple for the Edward Little Red Eddies. They're down by six, but Shea will go to the line with a minute 23 remaining in the first quarter. Their offensive rebounding is what's keeping them in this first quarter right now because without it, I think all six points are off the offensive glass. So for Wyndham, that's going to have to be a big adjustment they start to make here.
First free throw was a no. The second was almost a no, but it hung on the rim just long enough to fall through. You know, both of these teams and all the teams in this tournament, they don't get the luxury of practicing in this cavernous gym. So when you see missed free throws and missed shots, it, I, you have to attribute it at least slightly to the fact that they've never played in this environment, or if they have, not for a year. Correct. Working it around. Wyndham with the basketball in the corner. Sidre, fade away. No. Offensive rebound, however. Good play there by Bilodeau. Wyndham keeps it going. Both teams right now not doing an excellent job on the defensive glass. About 40 seconds remaining in the first quarter. Sidre picks up the dribble, almost lost it. Ball gets tapped around. Wyndham maintains control. You know, they might be. Sidre with a kick out, and that's going to be a travel as Nick Garrison got all caught up in what he wanted to do there. He was so wide open, he didn't know what to do there. Yeah, those are sometimes a little bit jarring when you plan on someone being right in front of you in the other jersey, and within five, six, seven feet on either side, there were no white jerseys there. And not his, uh, he'd like to have that one back. Yeah, you'd think so. 16, uh, excuse me, 12 to 7. Wyndham with the lead over EL. Jumper is no good. Back the other way comes Wyndham. Carry. Yep. Right in front of us here on, on Media Row, and we could see that one. That was an easy one for the official to call there. Ball just kind of hung there for a second. And you can't do that when you're dribbling. They frown on it. That's when, and, and I don't like to just give them crap all the time, but that's when they're playing fast. It's not what they're comfortable with, and you get the unforced turnovers and the things like that, especially at the end of the first quarter. 7.1 seconds remaining for EL to get a shot off here. Down low, Shea, pass before the buzzer. They count it at the buzzer. 12 to 9. They're going to have a conversation, I think. The outside official and the, down, and the underneath official said no, and they're still going to count it. And Chad Polkinen's like, no. Yeah, that was in real time. That's one of those times you wish you had the replay. I'm not the biggest fan of instant replay, but I would like to see if that ball was still attached to Cam York's fingers there. I feel like it was, yeah. but what do we know? We'll take a quick break. We'll be right back. 12-9, Wyndham over EL here on Z1055. Welcome back. 12-9, Wyndham with the lead over EL. Chad Polkinen still not impressed with the officials on that call at the end of the quarter on the lay-in that made it in before the buzzer, allegedly. Wyndham works it around the perimeter. Pass. Three-pointer is nothing but the bottom of the net is Will Manette from downtown. That's what he does. That's his role for this team is to knock down open shots, and he's pretty good at it. 15-9, Wyndham with the lead. Brown. Pass gets kicked. That was intended for Creaser. Wyndham going with basically their smallest lineup possible right now.
York has it, gets it to Brown, down low to Shea. Shea's going to try to go up against four, can't get it, gets the offensive rebound and gets fouled. He is, for anyone who hasn't seen him, I would classify him as not small. Yeah, he, um, if he was one of your kid's friends and he was coming over for the weekend, you'd probably have to rent a fridge and fill it with food for them because we know how teenage boys eat, but he's like, he's, he's built like a young Andre the Giant. So, he, yeah. He moves well. He passes well. He has a soft touch. So it's not, he is not a brute by any stretch. He is a, a very, very polished young basketball player. Can I tell you what I want to see as he hits both free throws at the line to make it 15 to 11? Wyndham was 7 9 remaining in the first half. The teams that don't provide heights for their, for their teams in the program, I think they should get two technical free throws when they come here. I'm not kidding. Unbelievable. I think that he and Creaser are both listed at 6'5". Yeah. Which might be a little generous, but that's okay. Nice give and go action there from Wyndham as they go down low and the foul. Baseline to baseline as Bilodo ends up with the bucket. Excellent, excellent pass there by Ivan Caffel. He had the backdoor cut. He saw that Shea was coming to try to block his shot, so he dumped it right down low for Bilodo and easy layup, plus one. Wyndham 17, EL 11. Pending this free throw, which is no good. And they're gonna say it's EL ball. Felt like uh, both guys got to the, the baseline there. Nobody really wanted to grab it. Nobody wanted to touch that thing at all, to be quite honest with you. My assumption is that Garrison touched it and was standing on the line and could not be the next person to touch it, so. Yeah, well, I mean, good awareness by him. Brown for three, no. VL starts finding that three-point range. It's going to be a long night, but they haven't found it yet, and we're well into the second quarter at this point. Foul on EL back on the other end. I mean, I know the what the seeds say and what the records say, but Wyndham's playing better basketball right now. Yeah, in this game, correct. You're talking about two teams that haven't played since last week. Oh. And a steal there. Sidre lost it. Storm Gibson the other way. Can't get it to go. John Shea can't get the offensive rebound follow-up. After that, the offensive That rebound. is one of the few times where there was a lot of contact, and the no call is actually a pretty good call right there. Yeah, I mean, there were feet moving. There was stuff going on. Nice pass down low and a good finish by Nick Garrison. You know, Sidre is not the prototypical point guard, but that is an excellent job by him to bring it up, find somebody in the lane, and get an easy layup for a teammate. Dan Milks is going back into the ball game. Coach Adams has some instructions for him. EL works it around the perimeter. Cam York, step back three, looks good, and it is. 19-14, Wyndham with a lead, 5.40 remaining in the first half. It is, of course, in high school basketball, the most difficult shot is the first three that they make. That step back is you know, not wide open, not easy, but made it look easy there for Cam Brown. It was right in the flow of the offense. It was right in the flow of the offense, too, which is key. It wasn't just someone playing hero ball. Wyndham works it around. Three-pointer right in front of us. No. Rebound, Shea. Monster rebound. He gobbled that like Pac-Man. York, Creaser, no. Brown tips it out. York is going to get fouled. They'll be called on Wyndham. That'll be their 
third. You know, EL's taken a lot of jump shots and a lot of three-pointers, and that is throwing off Wyndham's offensive, or excuse me, defensive rebounding right now because that is the fourth or fifth time the ball has caromed hard and fast off the rim to the opposite side of the lane. And Wyndham is about 0 for 5 on those types of rebounds. And now, unfortunately for them, every time they foul in the last five minutes of this half, EL gets to shoot free throws. I was watching a game up in Augusta this week where the team had one foul with about a minute 35 left. I've never seen a team get to six so quickly in my life. Cam York hits the first free throw, 1915. EL down by four, 503 remaining in the second quarter. You know, and as a coach, you definitely want fouls to be, I mean, it's hard for them to be even, but you would think that with five minutes left in the half and both teams playing kind of hard, that seven to two, and there, there it is. <laughs> there EL picks up a, a quick cheapy, and they might get evened out pretty quick, especially if they press like they were just doing. Jermaine Luizo in the ball game, and you know Luizo does get some minutes for EL, but not a ton typically. So looks, looks like, like uh, Coach Adams going a little deeper on the bench. A little zone press here too, just to change things up. Yep. And they're going to force a turnover there. Sidre's pass is not going to be touched, and it's it, going to go out of bounds for a team that doesn't have what a lot of people would call excellent ball handlers. It's a good strategy by Coach Adams to employ that 1-2-2 that two, two zone press to try to get Wyndham to have to play a little faster and get that ball moving in a way that they don't want it. Tough to set a 2-3 zone if you're not scoring on the other end. 4.45 remaining in the first half. Wyndham 19, EL 16. York gets trapped in the corner, kicks it out the other way to Brown. Three-pointer up at the top of the key is good by Max Creaser. And that was a that was a very good shot because that was a great, great contest there by Eric Weiser. And Creaser didn't seem to care too much. It was a real good pass by Brown, too. Sidre on the other end is going to get fouled by Luizo. That'll be his second. He's been in the game for less than a minute, and I'm, he's already got two fouls. Reminds me of when I played high school basketball. My coach would be like, you have five fouls. Please use them all. And I would. And when I got to college, I figured out that fouling isn't a bad thing. <laughs> Wyndham trying to get that backdoor cut and could not. Good defense there from Dan Milks. Three-pointer is going to be short, but the offensive rebound is going to come down into the hands of Nick Garrison. Yep. And then there's going to be a block from behind by Milks, but there will be a foul call. The EL student section is apoplectic. You know, that's one of those ones where the front side official can't see it, but the guy on the back side saw him come over and hit him on the head there. I think the first guy had a clean block, but the second guy did not. You know, Weiser's playing a pretty, pretty aggressive first half for Wyndham. They need that from him. First free throw is good. 20 to 19 now. Wyndham has broken the tie. You know, Coach Palkinen's gone small and stuck with it here. He has two starters, Chris Naylor and Cam Brown on the bench and well, three starters, excuse me, with Bilodeau too, so riding this lineup. Second free throw is good. 4.09 remaining here in the first half. 21-19, Wyndham with a lead over EL. Winner will take on Deering on Saturday. EL works it around the perimeter. York down low. Creaser outside. Three-pointer from the side is good. 
and that is R.J. Nichols from the corner. Ring it up, and E.L. takes a lead, 22-21. Max Creaser there with an unbelievably good catch because that was not a great pass, and he one-hand snared that and then found a wide-open Nichols in the corner for the Eddies to take the lead. That's the underrated part of the catch-and-shoot. You have to catch it first, yes. Some people forget that. Almost a travel. Yep, they yep. did call it. Weiser got caught in the lane, tried to back in for a second, picked up the dribble, and then he just backed through his feet. It's hard for Wyndham when they feel like they've played very well here in the first half, and they look up, and they're somehow down one. That is very disheartening. Very disheartening, because you have given everything. You've probably played, if, if you know, you told before the game this is how you're going to play, you're going to be real happy with that. York kicks it into the corner again. Why not? No. It's Nichols. another good look, though. Yell's getting a lot of good looks from three right now. Nichols couldn't find that one. Back the other way, and a good bucket there. Will Manette. That was small guy in the land of the trees, and that was a great finish by him in the paint there. Good body control. Wyndham retakes the lead, 23-22. 2.40 remaining in the first half. York drives baseline, gets cut off. Shea in the upper block. And his pass down low is going to get knocked out of bounds, and it's going to end up being a Wyndham basketball. He was looking to get Creaser down on the low block, I think work that little high-low action, and Wyndham's defense blew it up. I think the Eddies need to make an adjustment where Shea becomes more aggressive as, a, as an offensive threat there. I mean, he, he's so big and so skilled that he catches it eight feet away. He should be looking to score. I'm wondering, too, if you're going to see if, and they're going to call a full timeout here. We'll just leave it here for a minute so we can get some of this basketball talk out of our system. Um, I would like to see Shea kind of up. You know how the Celtics used to do with Al Horford. You'd work him up in the high block. He's taller than everyone, so he can see over the top of everybody. So at that point, he should be able to make the best pass out of the zone. Then they're going to have to break everything down. I mean, and they clearly trust him as a passer because yeah. he's controlling the ball in the middle of that zone a bunch here today and really re not looking for his shot offensively. But I think at some point he's going to move that body towards the rim and try to get some more, some more points, quick, easy points for the Eddies, not these long possessions where they hopefully get an open three or something like that. He can certainly hit that mid-range from in the paint, too. So if you sag off of him, he's going to tag that. I mean, that's just what's going to happen. I mean, I would be shocked if Wyndham came out of the zone, right? It's been effective for them basically the whole second half of the year. So they, you know what you're going to get. This is not like a – there's no chess match here. There's no mystery. You know what they're going to be in, and it's just how Coach Adams wants to attack that zone. Shea's actually going to have a seat for the first time here in the first half. Shea, the big sophomore. I wonder if he's going to do some training this summer with Troy Barneys and some of the other Edward Little greats. This is usually that time where – those big players make the, make the move their sophomore to junior years, and they come back with kind of a different body the next year. Gypsum contact. tried to draw some fouls there and didn't, didn't have any. Officials weren't buying it. And again, Wyndham is just willing to take a possession. and Three-pointer, no. Rebound was right into the hands of Cam York, and he wasn't expecting it. It bounced out of bounds. You know, the old adage is rebounding air balls is really hard. Yeah. Because... It is. You just do not expect the ball no. to carry him the way you, it does. and You 100% do not. That was a great out-of-bounds play. It was, and they find a wide-open Eric Weiser down on the right block. I don't know what Weiser's scoring average is for this year, but I bet he's over it here in this first half. 25-22, Wyndham with the lead. Minute 50 remaining in the first half. No, that's not a misprint. 
Just kidding. It would be a misspeak. But either way, EL working it around the perimeter. York's going to take it up at the top of the key, get it over to Brown. Gypsum, three-pointer, no good. That Great was by Mills. Great Garrison. Mr. Garrison pulls that one down. No puppet on his hand, however, and back the other way comes Wyndham. Wyndham might be pretty content to take a good chunk of this last minute and 30 seconds off the clock here. Oh, you'd think so, and then they Woo. make a beautiful pass like that and the foul. And once again, Eric Weiser. If you've got him in your daily high school fantasy sports today, like, I'm, he was low-owned, and he's tearing it up for you. I mean, we don't have it in front of us. That has to be either 12 or 14 for him in the first half. He is absolutely lighting it up for Wyndham, and they've needed all of them, and they're going to keep needing all of them for them to stay ahead in this game, that's for sure. And that was a, another great pass by Sidre. I'm going to ask the legendary Randy Whitehouse uh, for scoring updates because he usually keeps this stuff all on track. Hits the free throw. The old school three-point play. The Mike and three-point play, if you will. 28-22. Wyndham with the lead. A minute 10 remaining in the first half. You know, and with high school kids, it's... Three-pointer is no good. York tried that one. Back the other way. And here comes Wyndham in transition again, as you mentioned. And that's going to be an offensive foul. Yeah, that was an easy one. That was the easiest offensive foul in the history of time right there. People complain a lot about kids flopping and taking pretty garbage offensive fouls. That one was in the middle of the chest, about six or seven feet away from the hoop. Textbook. Yes. Wilmanette didn't just telegraph that. He's like, listen, I'm going to run directly into your chest, okay? Mid-range jumper, no. Cam York, tip, no. Shea yep. is going to get called for a foul. Yep. So I think he poked Weiser in the eye. And Shea's like, I had the ball here. And I didn't hear the whistle blow. Yeah, that was, it I looked, and again, with the three-man officiating crew, everything looks different to everybody. So the official at the front side really probably does. saw what looked to be a, a jump ball, and the official on the back side saw what looked to be a foul. And Weiser, as a, as a contact wearer myself, he might be in some, some trouble right now. That's a toughie. But Coach Palkin is able to sub whoever he wants to shoot these free throws, I think. And he has chosen uh, number 42, Ivan Caffel, a senior. And the free throw was missed, the front end of that one-on-one. -on -one. I mean, Shea doesn't just rebound the ball. He controls the ball. Yes. He demonstrates possession. Shea's getting double teamed every time he gets it, which is easy to do out of that 2-3 zone. EL for three, bangs it home. RJ Nichols from the other corner this time, 28-25 Wyndham. They're going to stop the clock here as the ball was at media row. You know, not usually a huge scoring threat or even huge minutes guy for the Eddies. Nichols has hit two threes in this half that have been humongous for, for EL. Nichols is one of those guys that's going to come off the bench and if he's shooting hot, he's... Kind of like a young J.J. Redick, right? Leave if he's shooting, right? leave him in. If he's not, well, he won't. 15 seconds. Wyndham with the basketball. Braden McCrillis in the ballgame now for Wyndham. Nine seconds, eight seconds. Sidre being guarded by Gibson. Pass the ball. In the corner. Someone's going to shoot it. And they don't get it off in time. And, yeah, Nick Garrison didn't know what was going on there. And uh, that was that. 
28-25, Wyndham with the three-point lead over EL. We'll take a break, and we'll have some halftime stuff coming up in just a little bit. Right here on Z1055, 96.9. Welcome back. It is halftime of the Wyndham-Edward Little game. Wyndham 28, Edward Little 25. We'll see what happens with that here in the second half. Joined now at halftime here on Edward Little Playoff Basketball on Z1055 96.9 and MBR.org. Ramon Jones joins us. He's here to talk about the main high school basketball combine coming up on March 1st. And, uh, Ramon, let's talk a little bit about this. This is, uh, first off, good to see you again. You too, buddy. Absolutely. Good to Tournament see you. time is always great to catch up with everybody, right? Isn't it? It's, it's like, um, you know, there's like the night before Thanksgiving, right, where everybody comes home. <laughs> yeah. And then there's tournament time. Absolutely. Like those are the two things where you can catch up with everybody that you either went to school with, worked with, whatever you might have done, and that's how you get caught up on them. Absolutely. So. Love it. So uh, let's talk a little bit about this event coming up Sunday, March 1st over at the uh, Main Sports Arena. Yeah, I'm pretty excited about it. Uh, we, we've been doing some, some things over the last few years and trying to get ready for this and give kids an opportunity to, to, to show their athletic ability to the rest of the country. Uh, Maine's got some really good players. They've got some really good athletes, and we want to highlight that. So uh, last year was really our first year doing it, which went off really well. We had about 25 participants. Uh, they got tested. They're vertical. They're uh, three-quarter uh, court. They're uh, shuttle drill, you name it. Everything you see on the, on the NBA combines, we're pretty much doing that. We have a skill challenge thing, which is pretty fun. Kids enjoy it. You get all your body measurements, uh, make sure we get the full right heights and weights and things. So players who are going out to get recruited, springtime is really big for a lot of players going out. Having that information to share with coaches who are recruiting them shows a little bit more about them as an athlete and a basketball player that they may not always get to see just when they go watch them play, but to see uh, some of the things that they're able to do, some of their strength aspects, some of their movement, uh, their lateral movement, uh, their, their jumping ability, uh, their passing ability, uh, and a more of a testing format. So it's a great opportunity for kids to challenge themselves, learn a little bit more about themselves, uh, and be able to take that information, all that data, put it on a profile online or share it with their, their high school or their AAU coach and say, hey, when college coaches are out here recruiting me, make sure this piece of information is involved in it. So that's really huge. Uh, so we're doing it in Saco this year, which is awesome. Uh, that's going to be the day after the tournament on March 1st, the day after the last championship game, so everyone's done. Uh, so it'll be a nice, cool, nice, fun day. It'll be like 4 o'clock, 4 to 7, boys and girls, which is going to be great. I know there's a few uh, ladies that I'm excited to see. Uh, Miss Talon actually coming in this year and, and showing her vertical leap. I've seen her do some stuff this summer, which was awesome. <laughs> so I'm excited to see more players from Maine to come out and, and show what you can do, like really show other people in, in around the country that Maine does have some really good basketball players and some really good athletes. Yeah, you know, uh, that's such a good point. And I think a lot of times, like, you know, whether it's the, the fact that they're out playing all the time and, you know, they're playing games more so than working on other things. And then when you're coming here to the tournament, I don't know, you know they get 18 games a year and it feels like the season is over in the blink of an eye. You right. know, like they don't get sometimes the same sort of notoriety that some of the other schools do that might be playing that couple weeks later, that three weeks later, especially if they don't go on tour during the summer and play in some of these bigger tournaments. Absolutely. Uh, I mean, a lot of their, you know, leagues around the country kids are playing 25 30 games a year which you can really highlight a lot of things you can do 
uh, which is why it's really important for kids in, in this region that their AAU schedule really helps them to kind of make up some of that difference. And, and every little bit that we can help kids with to, to bridge that gap, these are one of those type of events that are going to allow us to do that. So I see a lot of kids that are out here playing in these games that participated in the in the, uh, the combine last year and I'm looking forward to seeing those guys come back this year and see how much better they've done. So it's kind of cool if you've done it for a couple of years. How much better can I get on my on my sprints? How much higher can I jump? How much faster and quicker have I gotten? Uh, and we're taking all that information down, that data they can look back over a couple of years and see what they've actually done. So it's a really cool kind of format that I'm, in, I'm excited to be a part of and see this grow. So we encourage, you know, players, come on out. Like, bring a friend. If you're in high school, you're a varsity player, you have aspirations to play in college, this is something that you want to do and have as part of your basketball resume. That's for sure. You know, when I was a kid and playing, like, the only thing I could do was read inside sports and they'd give you this thing. Remember those basketball shoes that had, like, the, the plastic on uh, the bottom yeah, that would the, help the big, your vertical? The, yeah, absolutely. I had yeah. a pair of those, too. Did, did the those work? Uh, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I had to know because, you know, I never tried it. So, yeah, I, I really should have, but, yeah, I didn't. So, I mean, this is way better than those is what I'm saying. So, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. the way to go. Yeah, and I, and I appreciate uh, MBR.org. Uh, you guys have uh, been really helpful in, in supporting us and, and uh, giving us a platform to try to reach out to these players and let them know that there's op options out there for them to help them reach the goals that they uh, probably had since they were five, six, seven years old. Um, and it's funny, and it all gets culminated out here on tournament days, and imagine the emotion these guys are going through and having to handle that. And it's, it's funny because we kind of try to make that environment very relaxing, even though you're competing. You're competing against yourself, and you're also kind of competing against the other people that are in your group who are doing the event, like who's got the highest bird and who can run faster. And, you know, it's kind of fun, but you're also taking those same aspects of that that emotion that energy that it takes to actually perform on a, on a consistent basis so that's awesome well thank you for no it's it's great any anything that you know kids want to play at the next level so if they take the steps to do that and they have the talent to do that and you guys can show them that they have the talent to do that sometimes that's really all it takes mm -hmm. you know we're all for it absolutely sunday march 1st main high school basketball combine uh, combine at the main sports arena you can find out more information just go to the forums right at nbr.org absolutely and ramon jones joins us today to talk about that thank you yeah ramon. i appreciate you having man it's good to see you again enjoy the rest of these games yes you too man we'll be right back on z1055 thanks man Welcome back. Out of the break, and EL's already turned it over. Shea lost it out of bounds. I think he was looking for a call there, and that call was not going to be happening. Matty Beltwell, Kenny Pullen with you here on Z1055, 96.9. Wyndham 28, EL 25. And we got another debate here. Little conference. Okay, no foul call, then it will remain with Wyndham. You know, EL with a little token three-quarter court press is, it's annoying Wyndham. I would, if I was Coach Adams, I would keep on some form of pressure here because they do not like it very much. Sidre with it. Has it. Tries to get the back door cut, but uh, it's picked off. Sometimes you go, as Gorilla Monsoon would say, go to the well once too often there, Jess. Down low to Shea, and he's going to get fouled. He almost took down three guys. Like a, like a bowling ball. <laughs> you know, I'll, 
I know it's only been 40 seconds here, but I will go ahead and say EL is very annoyed <laughs> to be down by three points at halftime right now because the way they are playing and the, the little bit of ferocity that they are showing to me speaks to the idea that they are very. They are. And right out of the gate here, Creaser with a nice inbounds play, lays it up and in, makes it 28-27, wind them up by one. Yeah, you can tell they are, yeah. If there was Cheerios, there wouldn't be milk in them. Let's put it that way. Wyndham working around the perimeter. Now that press, Wyndham does not like it. I would be shocked if y'all came out of that anytime soon. So you got one team pressing and one team in a 2-3 zone. Naylor with it, shot short, rebound down to Brown. Austin Brown, who has the best haircut of the tourney. That is a fact. There is Your partner and might argue with you on that one. I don't know. I, I will literally fight anybody that wants to argue with me on that. <laughs> Nichols from the corner. Kid Drops hot. a dime. Kid is hot. That's three of them from the corner so far. I think he's three or four from three, and EL is up 30 to 28. I mean, he is, you mentioned before the game, they don't play a lot of guys, but he is somebody off the bench who has been a huge catalyst for them today. They needed it. All nine of them, for sure. EL and EL looking to move on. Wyndham and EL both looking to move on. Deering would be the opponent on Saturday afternoon here at the CIA. You know, if EL hits a bucket here, I wouldn't be shocked to see Coach Paul come and call a quick timeout. Brown. York got whacked in the face. No call. Shea, nice play. Down low to Creaser, who's going to get fouled. Foul's going to be called on Cam Brown. He does the famous I was straight up the whole time the, thing. Yes. The law of verticality is yeah. what the rule book likes to call it, but you might be able to put your hand straight up, but when you hip check someone, it's still a foul. Yeah, when you lean forward just that little bit, they call it that. I mean, and honestly, it's a good foul. Right? If you're being honest, like if, instead of giving up a wide open layup, you make, make a high school kid earn two from the line, and you might be arguing a little bit, but there is a foul there. Hits both free throws. EL opens this half on a quick 7-0 run here, and the Eagles need to stop the bleeding here pretty quick. 32-28. EL with the lead. It's EL Playoff Basketball on Z1055, 96.9. Stream on MBR.org. Shot no good from the corner by Naylor. Offensive rebound comes down into the hands of Bilodeau. Weiser had a big first half. Can't get it to go there. Three EL guys are up for the rebound. Bilodeau can't get the rebound, and looks like a foul will be called on Wyndham. And that, you know, no sides here, but that those are the ones that you just want to let a play on happen, right? It's just EL clearly had a rebound. The kid was not really causing too much of a, of a tussle inside there, but instead we get a whistle and a foul, and three fouls for Wyndham here in the first three minutes of the second half. 5.15 remaining in the third quarter. EL basketball, Brown, Creaser, York. Tried to get it down low, but it was picked away. Good job by Naylor to get in the passing lane. 2-1 selfish. Sometimes that happens. Ball gets knocked out of bounds there by EL. Looks like Wyndham's gonna take a timeout. We'll take a full one. We'll be right back here on Z1055. Timeout here in the third quarter. 4.59 remaining in the third. Wyndham with a basketball. 
And ball's going to go out of bounds. Again, that's the second time that that has happened. You know, EL is frustrating the Eagles right now with their, with their uh, defensive intensity. They are getting them a little bit flustered because of how in passing lanes and up on them they are. Naylor with the basketball. He's going to drive in. Foul be called on the floor. That's going to be called on Creaser, and that's like four whistles in the last minute. Coach Balkanen so. would probably take the open three if he could. Yeah. If he could trade the touchy foul for the wide open three-pointer. Which went through, of course. Right, of course. That's how that goes. Inbounded to Bilodeau. Cam York. Looked like he hurt himself. Then you get another off-the-ball foul. I didn't see what happened, but okay, Cedric got called for it from the um, extracurricular conversation that is happening. It did, does appear that York did get hit in the face. Looks like Billado and York bang knees. Billado ended up leaving the court. York is still out there, but yeah, Nick that Garrison. was not the foul called on that play, by the way. Shea. Nichols, no. You know, you trade the air ball for the three makes. Yes. Yeah, that's exactly what you do. Weiser for three, no. Rebound fought for. Into the hands of Naylor, too strong. Rebound. Comes down to Creaser. A lot of contact there. And Shea and see Naylor gonna, tangle see up. See what they're going to have a conversation about. Maybe an intentional foul. Just no, to common Just to push. Common. It is getting chip A out there. Uh, that, you know, if they had called that intentional, I don't think you would have heard too much argument from Coach Adams. That was a pretty aggressive foul. Wyndham inbounds it. They'll keep the basketball with 414 remaining of the third. Naylor for three. No. There's a rebound there by Garrison, and a travel's called. Coach Polkinen, not real pumped about that call. Yeah, just sort of wondering, like, what are we doing here? <laughs> Looked like he had just rebounded the ball, and without moving at all, they called the travel. So. He seemed unenthused. Let's put it that way. York, three, no. Rebound, Weiser. York is yeah. going to sneak in to get the steal. And York gets the foul call. And York is looking over to Coach Adams like, is that really a foul call? And Coach Adams is like, yeah, possibly. Well, those are the times where, you know, the veteran coach looks at his player and goes, listen, it's all right, calm down, you're going to be okay. It's a, it, They blow the whistle, they're not going to change their mind at this point, and he has to take a seat, but Coach Adams did a great job there calming him down and doesn't want to get a technical or anything like that, especially in a close game like this. 32-28, spend that way for a while. 340 remaining in the third, Wyndham ball. Seems like every time I turn around, Wyndham has the basketball. The Eagles have not scored this half yet. And still have it. Naylor can't get the offensive rebound. It's a great block from behind by R.J. Nichols. Took it right out of his hand as he was shooting it. Gibson. To Nichols. Back to Gibson. Brown out by NBA three line. Gibson, Shea, mid-range. In and out, no good. Back tap, Sidre. 
He's going to take it up against Brown himself with a left hand and gets it to go. It's great left hand finish by Caleb Sidre right there. I don't think Brown expected him to go back to that left side. And when he did, he was wide open in the transition for the layup. 32-30, EL with a two-point lead, 2.50 remaining in the third quarter. Brown to Nichols. Nichols to Gibson. Gibson up at the top of the key. is going to reset it. Brown thought about shooting it. Pass down low. Beautiful pass from oh. Shea down low to Gibson, and he can't get the layup. And then Gibson's going to steal it. Tried to pass it through the legs of the Wyndham defender and could not. It's going to go out of bounds. That so. was quite the high school basketball possession right there. With the <laughs> ping pong, miss layup, steal, out of bounds, you know. Typical, if, typical stuff. If that was, if you were playing tourney bingo, you got at least three squares taken care of right there. Agreed. 2.31 remaining in the third quarter. Nichols in the corner, shot fake. Goes for again, no. Shea, unchecked. Can't get it to go. No rolls happening on this end of the floor. Sidre the other way to tie it. And he is, he is the Wyndham transition offense. 2-10 remaining in the third. Shea down low for Creaser. Off his hands. Ooh. And EL ball. I thought you that know, hit Creaser last. I did too, but it just didn't like in the Bangor Deering game when we were sitting here. These big-to-big -big passes are hard to make. You have to be precise, and when you're not, there's a great chance someone's going to get a tip, and that ball's going to go flying out of bounds. Creaser for 3-0. No. I'll tell you, they throw them too fast. Like, it's like if Roger Clemens is 25 feet away from me, I don't want a fastball. Three-pointer is no good for well, Wyndham on been, the other end, Manette. That would have been a huge shot for Wyndham if they had made that transition three right there, but now they just got to come back and play defense. Real good box out there by Cam York. Shea can't find the range on the mid-range. Foul's called. That's going to be foul, uh, called on Garrison. Minute 46 remaining in the third. We're tied at 32 between Edward Little and Wyndham. You know, Austin Brown has been quiet for EL. I'd be shocked to see him stay quiet for the last 10 minutes of this game here. Brown for three. Yes. Nothing but net. Stop no. and pop. I don't have the lottery numbers, but once in a while. 35-32, <laughs> EL takes a three-point lead. Wow. And back the other way is Weiser. He finds the range again, and we're tied at 35 again. And Wyndham is not going away. And they can thank Eric Weiser for that because he has 17 of their 35 points right now. Brown for another. No. Rebound tapped out of bounds. Wyndham ball. You know, I'll tell you, when you're Wyndham, you did everything you could in the first half and you're still down by two. For EL, you've done everything defensively that you wanted to do here in the third quarter and you're still tied at 35. Yeah, I mean, this is, this is the game Wyndham wanted here. And with Luizo in again, EL picks up full court. I think you're going to see a lot of that now. Now you just got to not foul, and Weiss is going to take a timeout. Mm, that is, that's a tough timeout to take. It only leaves you two for the rest of the game. Yale has four, and no, we don't. We're, we're not behooving to anything. We just happen to see it on the scoreboard in front of us, which is rare. So we're taking advantage of that. Thirty-second timeout by Wyndham. We'll stay right here. No. Minute away remaining in the third. Possession arrow favors Wyndham. We're tied at 35. Five team fouls on Wyndham, three team fouls on EL. There's your game reset. You know, and we make fun of this place for not being a basketball gym, and it isn't, but the scoreboard's <laughs> awesome. The scoreboard so is I can, awesome. I can say the scoreboard is great. I'll tell you the frustrating part for me, you go down to the Portland Expo, and they don't have, they have all that stuff that they have for the Red Claws. 
not using Where's that. the lineups? Where's the names? Where's the <laughs> where is this stuff? Why? Yeah. And then you can't even see the possession arrow at Augusta. They don't put it on the board. You have to you have to look down at the scorer's table and see if the light is in front of you. So if you're broadcasting from behind, forget it. EL picking up full court here. Hopefully getting Wyndham into the the pace that they want. Into the front court now is Wyndham. They do get over the timeline. Sidre to Manette. Weiser for three, short. Good box out by Storm Gibson. Good rebound by Brown. Brown gets it over the timeline. Nichols gets double teamed outside. Brown thought about shooting it. Keeps in that triple threat position. Nichols puts it on the floor. Floater, no. Rebound, Storm Gibson. Big rebound. Up top to Brown. Coach 20 Adams seconds. saying last shot. And Wyndham very content to let them have that. Brown for three. No. Yep. No real contest there from Wyndham. That's a mistake. And that just rolled around the rim and went in. And EL ends three, up three, 38-35 on Wyndham. We'll be back in 30 seconds with fourth quarter action on Z1055-969. Start of the fourth quarter here. EL 38, Wyndham 35. Winner gets Deering on Saturday night. I think these, these first three minutes are going to be really important for Wyndham here. You cannot let this get out of get out of hand here. Like you got to keep it within one or two possessions to give yourself a real chance when it comes down to the last three or four. Especially when the score is so low. Naylor's going to inbound it to Garrison. Garrison, nice pass down low on the back cut, and Naylor puts it up and in. You know, Garrison, you can tell, is not offense is not his prerogative out here, but that was a great pass he made. Kept his head up. 38-37, EL by one, 7.25 remaining in the fourth. Down low to Shea. Shea keeps it above his head. Shout out to him for that, by the way. York had it, lost it. All sorts of collisions. That's and then the right call right Storm there. Gibson with a push. Yep. Right in front of the official, and he saw it. He made a good call. I think they got away with an offensive foul, too. So Yeah, I I think there were a couple of possessions on that one that didn't work out. That did not work out the way Coach Adams would want. Although he was, he's not impressed with the call. <laughs> no, I gotta get, I gotta give Coach Adams credit. He didn't get mad. No, he just, he just gave the official that the I'm disappointed face. Yeah, I'm, right? not, I'm not mad. I'm, I'm just not mad. I'm just disappointed. Gibson tries to draw an offensive foul. Can't. I mean, Sidre puts it up whew. and in. 39-38. Win him with a lead by it, one. It almost looked like the contact helped Sidre there. It helped center himself. Yeah. Some kids play better with contact, and he might be one of them. Brown and Gibson. Looks like Sidre's moving a little gingerly right now. Well, he's been hitting the deck for a bit now. Brown for three. In and out, no good. Good rebound by Naylor. Weiser over the timeline. EL by one. 6.30 remaining in the fourth. Oh, Chad. Okay. Timeout. <laughs> Timeout by Wyndham. That's, that'll be a full timeout. We'll take a 30. We'll be right back on Z1055. This is actually chippy. This is super chippy. As much as it can be without anything too over the top happening. 
Coach Adams is uh, letting him know about that right now on the bench. Sidre being guarded by Brown. 350, 41-39, Yale with the lead. Sidre drives in, pass down low, and Bilodeau puts it up and in, and we're you down know, to 41. Those drives and little backdoor cuts have been working for Wyndham all day, and that's another prime example of that right there. Sidre driving in the lane, and Bilodeau with a great cut and a find, and an easy layup to tie the game up. Skip pass, Brown for three. No, rebound York, could not get the handle on it. It's going to go out of bounds, and it's going to stay with EL. Didn't see a signal there. Yeah, he left the hand up, and when the hands, they don't go this way anymore. If it's staying here, the hand stays up. If it's going the other way, that's when they move the hand. Of course. It's taken me a couple of years to learn that, though, because I'm always waiting for that pending call. Brown gets the inbound. York with it. Back to Brown. Well, both teams need to do some settling right here. Back to Nichols. It's been physical. It's been exhausting. So both teams need to do a little bit of settling. Next, Wyndham foul puts EL at the line. Travel, yep. And there's your travel on Nichols as he moved the foot before he made the move. 3.02 remaining in the fourth. Gibson back in for the defensive substitution for the Eddies. Which is interesting because, of course, Wyndham's big road is 3.02. So just throw that out there if you believe in signs. Sidre into the paint, had it, lost it. Kick out Not for three even close. is short. Shea with a rebound. Yeah, that, I mean, for Wyndham, that is, you don't want to tell a kid not to shoot it, but at that point, you kind of want to get a better look than that, especially from someone who isn't viewed as a three-point shooter. Cam York crosses over the timeline, and EL will take a timeout. That'll be a full. We'll be back at one minute on Z1055. I did not find a, I didn't either. I am blown away that Hayden just took that three. It's one of those, I think you're open for a reason, kid. Coach, I'm open. Yeah, no crap. <laughs> oh, you are? Yeah. Oh. Must have been a big defensive breakdown. Or. It's just hard for Chad because Garrison and Billado are two of his best defensive players. Neither of them could throw in the ocean from a boat. And they're nice kids, so it's even, you know what I mean? Like it's. 15 seconds. Back out of the timeout, Shea misses a jumper in the lane. It was too strong off the back iron. Good play out of the timeout, but could not get the finish. Very nice set play coming out of the timeout there. Sidre down low. Yep. Travels called on Bilodeau because he could not get the handle. Wyndham is going to go back and look at I wonder why Weiser's not in the game, too. I don't know if it's foul trouble, but... He's been their best offensive player, and he's been out of the game the last 90 seconds or so. 2.07 remaining in the fourth. 
Brown, Shea. Nichols was wide open. It took him forever to get the ball in his hands to stay, but then he puts it up and in. That was a great catch by Creaser again. That's two times tonight where the passes have not been the best, and he has managed to make excellent catches off those slightly errant passes. That one gets two points for the Eddies. Edward Little retakes the lead, 43-41. I'm surprised there's no offensive foul there. Looked like Brown got pushed off. Shots missed, but Wyndham will get the offensive rebound. Sidre with it. Sidre and Brown. Sidre drives in. Pass down low. Blocked by Shea. Rebound by Shea. Coach Paul Kinderwan on the foul call. Did not look like there was much contact, though, besides Shea's hand on the ball. They let him play here in the second half. You know, Coach Palkin and not having any timeouts either. That's tough. He couldn't get wiser back in the game. Uh-uh. Brown with it. Gets it to Shea. High block. That's got to be a travel or a push or something, and nothing's there. Wow. Continues to be EL's basketball through all of it. That is a wild no call. As Coach Mike Haley would say, who used to be an official, if it's impeding progress or impeding things from happening, then there's got to be a foul there. There's a foul. Edward Little wants an intentional, which I think is just a little bit extra. I hope they don't. If, if, if I hope they don't. Yeah, I, I'm rooting for this not to be either. Like, just because I don't want to see the resulting storm if there is. I hope they don't. I don't think that's the debate. Well, I think the debate. No, I think the debate, I just read the official's lips. Edward Little called the timeout. Before the foul. They were trying to call a timeout, so they were either trying to get the foul, the foul of the timeout. And I think that was what the I think that's what and the I, conversation was. I guess now that I'm looking back on that, Coach Pluckin and not having any timeouts is limiting their strategy big time right now because yeah. they have to kind of let EL I mean, down by one down by two here, like I don't I don't think you have to foul immediately, but you don't want to bleed this clock down too much, especially when you're not a three point shooting team. Going to have to foul here, I think. Eel's going to work it around, yeah, there and it there's the foul. 33.6 seconds remaining. EL 43, Wyndham 41. Each team has six fouls. Well, actually, now uh, Wyndham has seven. That was a – that John Shea kind of push, kind of travel play was – Coach Polkinen was not pumped about that one. No. After their travels that's been called on his team tonight, <laughs> not to. Well, I mean, at that point, like, if he's if he's moving yeah. because he's being pushed, right, that then is it's a, a foul. foul. Right. And if you're not going to call the foul, then you have to call the travel. Something has to be. Yeah. Right. Huge free throws here for Cam York. Big time. First free throws good. I mean, every one of these is going to be important the rest of the way for both teams. For him to make this a two-possession game would be huge for EL right now. And he does. 45-41, EL with the four-point lead, and that is going to be the final timeout for Wyndham. Uh, that was an EL timeout. Oh, that was an EL timeout. Oh, interesting. Maybe set some defense up or talk oh, about strategy with fouls and things like that because the last thing EL wants to do right now at all is foul. 
Well, it, but at the same time, you'd like to put a little pressure on them in the backcourt, yes. right? Because they've been struggling with that most of the game. Yeah, it's the, so. the give and take here is tough for Coach Adams to, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you want to manage the kids the best. I mean, what they've been doing best is pressure, and what you don't want to do is foul. So, I mean, they haven't been aggressively pressuring the ball or fouling all game, so I can't imagine that he's going to pull back too much here because if you pull back and Wyndham gets a quick one, that's exactly what they want here. I'll be interested to see if Wyndham goes for a play where they're going to drive to the rim and look for two or drive and kick to look for three. I'm of the opinion that you want to get the quick two here because then anything can happen. But if you don't get it, then I mean, if you don't score on this possession, it's tough to come back from. They are not going to go with pressure. And nope. Wyndham is going to have to hurry. 30 seconds. Down four. Looks Sidre. like they're playing zone. Why, sir? Three. No. Rebound, batted around, out of bounds. I'm going to say it's a yell ball. Yep, that's the right call. Manette could not find the bottom of the net. And that's the, the disadvantage of going for the three-pointer right there is it's still a two-possession game, and there's 20 seconds left, and Wyndham didn't make the, the deficit any smaller. Had a foul called off the ball. That's, that's going to be one-on-one. One. Yep. But it's not going to take any time off the clock. That's one of those ones where the ball has to come in for the foul to happen. Unless it doesn't, then it's an intentional foul. So I bet the referee is saying the ball had been passed in before he blew the whistle. Sidre with his fourth foul. York at the line. He just put E up by four with two free throws. Yeah. Wyndham going with their lineup of guys who can shoot a three-pointer right here with Ivan Caffel and... Chris Naylor staying in the game. Free throw. First free throw is good. Yep. York is icing the game right now with these three free throws. Those are huge. And as a senior, that's what you want. Put your senior point guard on the line and have him make some free throws. Four for four. 47-41, EL with a six-point lead, 21.2 seconds remaining. Wyndham is going to take their final timeout, and it's only a 30-second, so we'll leave it right here. I mean, stranger things have happened, but in order for Wyndham to get back in this, they need a three-pointer on this possession, then a couple missed free throws. I mean, it's going to be tough. The road to hoe is long for the Eagles right now, but, again, weirder things have happened in high school basketball, high school sports in general. Sometimes you expect things to go one way and the curveball is thrown. Wyndham will inbound. Pressure from Yale here. Wyndham with the basketball can't get the bucket. Yeah, that'll do it. 9.4 seconds remaining. Yale will go to the line and close this one out. I mean, this is, for, for the higher seed, this is a true survive and advance game for Yale. Well, I mean, you're knocking off eight days of rust. You're going up against an opponent that's already seen you twice this year. Who prides themselves basically on playing as hard as possible to make up for the other deficiencies. Correct. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> 
They also played you in the regional final last year and gave you all you could handle in that one as well. So, yeah. I mean, this is one of those ones where everybody picks Wyndham as the upset special. Like, if, if this was the field of 64, they'd pick right, them. Right, right, right. Oh, they're the sleeper. They're the 512, right? And yeah. then the five advances, and then you're like, I and mean, then and they move on. They've done. This is who they are, right? This, right? this game is very, very typical of who they are, where they struggle at times on offense, lack of a strong ball handler to bring it up for them all the time. And, but they play very hard, and they play tenacious defense. And at the end tonight, it just wasn't enough. But I would say to definitely hold their heads high as they've competed their butts off tonight, that's for sure. Rebound comes down to Edward Little, and that is going to do it. Edward Little, I don't see them celebrating and getting fired up either. No, that is, they are, they are is, happy to get out of here with a win. That is all business right there. That is all business, although I do see John Shea giving bro hugs, so that's always the good news, right? That's, <laughs> Especially with a chippy game like this. Yeah, because there was some bodies on the floor and pushing, shoving, nothing, nothing aggressive or outrageous, just two teams. Some, playing hard there was some solid salt being thrown out yeah. there final score el 49 windham 41 we'll take a quick break and then we'll wrap it up for post game here